this vintage of me know It's brought to you by Josh Cataldo We'll talk about wine if you've got the time Welcome to this vintage of me know Welcome back everybody Thanks again for listening in to another episode of this vintage vino. I'm your host, Joshua Cataldo. I hope you have a nice glass of wine in front of you because it's Wine Night Wednesday! Cheers, everybody. The topic this evening is going to be Sauvignon Blanc. Excellent white wine. It's growing on me. It's becoming one of my favorites. We've got a total of six wines on the list here for you this evening. Uh, starting out at the top of the list, and these are in no particular order, we've got Nobilo, coming from Marlborough, New Zealand. We've got two of these, one 2018 vintage as well as a 2019 vintage. Went ahead and got both of these, trying to do a little uh, vintage comparison on those. Number three we got Spy Valley, 2018 vintage, also from Marble, New Zealand. Coming in at number four, we've got Le Mans, 2018 vintage, from Sincere, France. Number five, Elizabeth Spencer's, 2018 vintage of Sauvignon Blanc, from California. Number six, Veritas, 2019 vintage of Sauvignon Blanc, from Monticello, Virginia, where I reside. Some cool things, actually, about Sauvignon Blanc is they typically have these uh, strong herbaceous flavors. It's quite unique. Um, The grape itself, they've got, you know, from each and every different wine that I tasted, uh, they have these unique flavors. And, you know, I, I... I really enjoy them, you know, and there's uh, a lot of good qualities, I believe, about this grape. But uh, another thing about this wine is the cellar years on it are about one to five years. You know, typically you can't age too well, but hey, you know, you just got to drink it up, right? Good thing about this wine, though, is the average cost for these are around 15 bucks, you know, so you get more bang for your buck. You know, they're really good wines. You really can't go wrong. And at $15, hey, can't beat it. You know, some of these range from $10 to $30 on the list, but we'll go over those a little later. Uh, where it grows, number one is France. They hold the most Sauvignon Blanc plots. Number two on the list, New Zealand. They're more known for their Sauvignon Blancs, which we've got a couple on the list there for you. And uh, number three is Chile. Don't have one of those, but I look forward to sometime in the future tasting one from there to kind of give a little comparison. Um, But before we get into those wines, tasting those and everything, we're going to go over a little bio. To tell you a little about myself. So uh, go ahead, take it away, Nick. Lots of people ask, but few of them know who the hell is Josh Cataldo. 
Who are you? Thanks, Nick, for that sweet-ass introduction. Uh, we're doing a little segment on my bio. going to tell you a little bit about myself. A um, little bit about the past, present, and future. All right, so, you know, let's go over my past and what gives me, you know, the passion to where I'm at now and where I want to go with the wine industry. All right, so, well, it all started way back. I uh, worked in an Italian restaurant for about 14 years. Had the privilege of uh, managing this place. And, um, you know, I the privilege of actually, like, helping create their wine list and we had wine dinners I'd work with the uh, head chef and we would pair different things to go along with different wines to uh, you know prepare these wine tastings which went over very well I had nothing but great compliments over them and that's mainly due to the fact that you know the phenomenal chef that I worked with and the amazing wines um, but it was just really interesting seeing that combination and everything and being able to work you know with distributors and taste different wines and uh, create these uh, you know events for the patrons <clears throat> and also I uh, while working there I was a bartender so I'm a, I'm a mixologist as well and you know just creating these different drinks plays a part in it and me and my uh, passion to become a winemaker <clears throat> and um, you know just through that course in time it was a great experience and uh, I, I loved it and uh, I'm highly thankful for everything I learned there um, so also from that it basically stemmed off of and at one point I thought you know I, lo I love you know wine and uh, making drinks why not try to make some wine so I've been making wine for about five years now on an amateur level and uh, it just intrigued me. It started out kind of as a hobby and I just fell in love with it and there's just so much to learn and uh, and that was like the spark that started the fire that uh, just burns as a passion. Um, also I think part of my past, part of it has to do with like also gardening. My uh, grandfather was a gardener and uh, you know and a farmer and so just having that like uh, different gardens in my past and you know the seasons that come along with it pruning and uh, you know and making sure and uh, tending to the plants and everything um, I think has to do with me and my passion for wine as well <clears throat> um, but yeah uh, so all of that like basically like sparked this passion within me and I just I really enjoy what I'm doing um, now even currently uh, so for the present I actually I decided to move from Florida up here to Virginia and um, you know and I now currently work at a vineyard and work next to their viticulturist who is a really smart uh, smart person and just um, absorbing as much as possible off of him uh, you know just learning and learning and uh, so I'm in the middle of working here at this vineyard and also, I'm in the middle of uh, taking my level two sommelier test. And so these go basically hand in hand. I'm learning now about the wines, regions, different types of wines, different types of grapes, 
and also how you know how they uh, how the plant itself is as an individual for those varieties and how they grow in that whole season uh, but I'm, I'm I love what I do and it's it's just a part part of that whole plan to get to the future right so from the future side of it I'd like to go back to school here hopefully at the beginning of June uh, for viticulture to uh, double up and learn hands-on from the school aspect of it and they also have a uh, program for viticulture and the uh, vineyard management side of it so I look forward to taking that and uh, hopefully by then I will have completed the uh, level 2 sommelier test and so I'll have that under my belt work towards the vineyard management side of it and yeah and then also in the near future I'd like to uh, you know up the level with this podcast and get some guests on here I've got uh, some promising outlets that have come to my attention which I look forward to so look forward to some guests here on the podcast for you guys and also maybe uh, some cooking segments kind of get in here where I'll pair uh, some some different dishes to go along with the wines that that I taste and give notes on but yeah and then the long game for everything in the the uh, future future is to become a winemaker and possibly have my own little vineyard you know and uh, set that up and I'd like to fill in both roles you know as a uh, vineyard manager slash winemaker you know and it's one of the things I heard today it's not it's not one of the uh, qualities you know that a lot of winemakers possess you know they, they're more geared towards you know the grapes themselves and that harvest and everything but aren't necessarily as hands-on out in the vineyard so I look forward to combining all of my knowledge and and putting it towards you know one goal making a uh, an amazing wine with with what I have <clears throat> on the table but uh, thanks for listening you guys I hope you guys enjoyed this segment and let's move along Get yourself a glass and taste some wine Is it nutty, is it buttery or dry? Josh will tell you why Let's drink some wine Alright guys, let's go ahead and let's get into some wine we got six here on the list, all Sauvignon Blancs. And first one on there is the uh, Nobilo 2018 Vintage, which is a excellent wine. If we were to rank them, it comes number two. Um, but, so this one here is from New Zealand, uh, Marlboro. Sits at about 13% alcohol. Average price on this is about 20 bucks. On the nose, it gives a uh, pink grapefruit some lime zest and hence tropical fruit on the palate it's it was very acidic it had flavors of that grapefruit and lime in there it was a medium bodied wine with a long finish this wine was uh, ready to drink and uh, excellent for that price and what i thought would go really well with it was a uh, crusted pan fried salmon with slices of pink grapefruit on top. Bake that bad boy in the oven. Serve it with some asparagus. Maybe saute it in some grapefruit juice. A little bit of olive oil. And call it a day. <clears throat> Number two on that list here. 
is the uh, Nobilo 2019 vintage. I put the both of these side by side to kind of give them a little comparison. Um, 2018 was definitely better than this vintage. Not as um, bold, not as many of those flavors came across as strong. This one had a low intensity on the nose as well with aromas of uh, peaches and melon and uh, lime was in there but just not not so much as the 2018 the 2018 had this pink grapefruit right off the bat right up front right in your face and uh, that's why it comes in at number two Um, 2019 vintage on the palate it was uh, medium acidic with uh, flavors of lime zest and honeydew melon and a medium bodied wine with a uh, medium finish this one was a decent wine, not as good as 2018, but it was also ready to drink now, and I thought that this would go really well with uh, like some stone crab claws with a side of steamed artichoke, and you dip all that in butter. Delicious. Uh, number three on the list, Spy Valley. Spy Valley. This one here came in at number one. This one is my favorite out of all six. Um, phenomenal wine phenomenal wine for the price it's only an average of 20 bucks uh, you know this one here also is from New Zealand Marlboro the alcohol in it sits at 12.8 <clears throat> uh, on the nose it was a little like a uh, more floral floral with like this dill pickle and it really was it was like canned pickles like canned pickles <clears throat> uh, I got a little bit here in front of me still, and man, I tell you what, it's just, oh, the, uh, the essence of it is just overwhelming, it's, it's delicious, um, just a really good one, and so, that, uh, pickle on the nose, as well as a, like, some lime zest in the background, and, um, it still has it. Even right there in the palate, it's got that, like, pickle flavor. It's interesting. But it was a dry wine. It's uh, medium to high acidic. This wine had that unique flavor of, uh, of like, pickle juice with some lime zest in there. It was a medium to a full-bodied wine with a really long finish. I mean, I taste that wine about 10 seconds, 15 seconds ago. It's still lingering in there. Man, just like right on the nose, it's just, it's wild. This is the last of the one that I have left. So I'm kind of like nursing it. But it is, it's a, it's a really good one. This one I had to think about, you know, a little while to kind of go with what I was going to pair with it. But I ended up going with uh, pan fried soft shell crab on top of like a Caesar salad. With a fresh, you know, Caesar salad dressing and some um, slices of Parmesan cheese just right on top. Some big chunks of Parmesan mixed in and that soft shell crab. Oh, succulent. It's making my mouth water right now. I can just taste it. But uh, an amazing wine for that price. And that Spy Valley came in at number one. Um, the fourth one that I had on my list here is the Limon. Sauvignon Blanc 2018 vintage. This one here comes from Sincere, France. The alcohol content on this is at 13%. 
the average price of this wine is around 30 bucks. Um, on the nose, it had aroma of honeydew melon and some floral notes and had like a uh, like wet mineral right there on the nose. Uh, so some good f- flavors going on there. And uh, on the palate, <clears throat> it had this flavor of like melon and white peach. And it was a full body wine with a long finish. And uh, it was a good wine, decent for that, you know, that price. One, you know, what I was expecting, but it, it had the potential to age. You could taste it with those, you know, the uh, like the acidity of it, and everything. Uh, so I said I would actually give it about three years, you know, for it to mature and kind of, um, and you'd really be able to get a little more out of it. <clears throat> I believe this wine would have went really well with uh, grilled pork chops and herb scallop potatoes. Uh, I think that would have been a great combination with that. <clears throat> the uh, Elizabeth Spencer here on the list, that 2018 vintage, that one there was from uh, the United States, uh, California. Alcohol percentage on that was at 13.6. Average price on that wine was about 20 bucks. On the nose, it was uh, pretty low intensity. It had aromas of lemon zest, melon, and white peach. It was a uh, dry wine, very high acidic, and on the palate there was white grapefruit <clears throat> with uh, hints of that melon, and it was a full body wine with a long finish. Uh, that wine was decent for the uh, price and everything. It was, to be honest, probably the last on the list. I hate saying that, but um, I would have paired this wine with a heavy cream spinach herb sauce tossed with some fresh mushroom raviolis. Um, Last but not least is the Veritas. The Veritas Sauvignon Blanc. This one here uh, comes from Monticello, Virginia, where I reside. The alcohol content on this was at 12.5%. Average price is around 26 bucks. This one was uh, low intensity on the nose as well. With like this kiwi and uh, melon and peaches, uh, so it had it was pretty interesting. This one and the limon, I say, would would have tied for third place if I was to rank these. Um, this one here on the palate, it was uh, medium to high acidic. It had these flavors of that peach and pink grapefruit with uh, a medium bodied and a, a medium finish. The average on this, I said, uh, would have been maybe like a year or so, uh, being that it was a 2019 vintage, fresh off the vine, uh, and you could kind of taste that in there, that it was, it was clean, crisp, and young, and uh, I would have paired this wine with uh, tuna, with a uh, tuna ceviche, with some avocado in there, <clears throat> um, so if I were to rank these wines. Number one goes out to Spy Valley 2018 Vintage. The second place, Nobilo 2009, or, uh, 2018 Vintage as well. And tied third place is that Limon and the Veritas. Um, I hope you guys really enjoyed this podcast. You know, If you got any questions or anything, you go ahead and send those out to thisvintageofvino at gmail.com. And if you want to rant and you got something negative to say or you just want to get something off your chest or talk about wine, 
go to the subreddit page. You know, this vintage vino. All right. I'll see you guys in about two weeks. Have a good night. Peace out.